How's it going? How's it going? Hey, it is I, TJ. Welcome back. And it is your first time. Where have you been? If it is your second time, third time, hundredth time, good to have you back. It is I, TJ, Tarai Jack. And uh, I am hanging out here at M5 uh, Successful Friends. And we hang out with cool friends. And uh, all of these guys are, are doing cool deals. And from time to time, we bring you someone else that we are seeing who is doing successful stuff in their own right. And uh, this is what we stand for. The company is M5 Property Addicts. This is where I do most of my business. Um, my name is Taurai Jack. I'm also an author of the book, uh, Bad Debt to Property Mogul in Two Years. But if I'm not doing investments and I'm not doing any authoring, I like spending time with other people. So. Today, it is my privilege to welcome Jeff Tolani. Jeff, how's it going? Welcome aboard. Uh, thanks, TJ, for allowing me to be on this board. It's very much, I'm very much happy to share this platform with you. 100%. So I met Jeff a couple of, I think it's almost, it's almost two years now that I've been uh, hanging out with Jeff and uh, we took a liking into each other. Actually, the first time I met him, he didn't have the beard that he's got now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, and we've been checking each other out. And, um, you know, he's a proper investor. Uh, but Jeff, let me not share, steal the thunder from you. Who are you and what do you do? Uh, I'm Jeff Nisi, a guy from a small village in Bushbuck region, Pumalanga. Yeah. I moved to Houghton just like each and every one of us to, to start a career. So I came to Houghton in 2011, enrolled at the college doing mechanical. So I finished my studies 2013 and then I started to be in a real world whereby I have to apply my hands through all the information that I received at school. So through my journey, uh, uh, properties and, and logistics, it was one of my patients or one of my dreams since I was in high school. I wanted to be in that space of industry. Or uh, I can say 2016, I, I've seen an ad of uh, Welfare Alliance seminar ad. And I went through to the seminars. That's where the love and the knowledge just kicks in. The moment I went in there and explained to me what to see, what to gain on their, on their program. So I went to the coaching with them. After coaching, I've I was having the knowledge, but I was struggling, like each and every one of, one of us saying, where will I get finance? Where will I get funding? I thought maybe funding just would come to me, knock on the door, say, I want me to use it. Uh, only to find that is, doesn't work like that. <clears throat> I went to lots of network sessions, M5 properties, uh, Sapin, that's where I interact with other uh, uh, property investors who are struggling like me, but looking for success. So through all the journey, that's where the love came, so and the patient came in. And I once remember, I wanted to give up. I said, no, I am wasting my time, uh, meaning I lost the man that I registered for this course, until TJ came in and gave me a light that uh, I must fight for your ladder. Make sure that you don't have anyone to climb alone, 
also climb or also that ladder, join in and have that momentum. So from that day, I never look back, like I'm going forward. Yeah, good man. Thanks for the kind words, Jeff. But I just want us to talk about, you know, I, you're from Bushburg. I, I actually didn't know that you were from the, uh, from, um, um, uh, I, 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 I've been, I've been to Tabazimbi, uh, yeah. been, and I'm just talking about areas within, closer to within those areas within the Bushville. Um, I've been, well, I mean, I used to have a farm in Radial, so it was quite easy for me to get to some of those places. I actually didn't know that's where you're from. Is that where you grew up? Yeah, that's where I grew up. Oh, nice, nice. Um, okay, good. So a lot of people, like you said, yeah, they come to Johannesburg, this uh, city of gold, we call it, and we all think that there's opportunities, yeah. Um, but opportunities are there, it is true, but obviously we need to be working for them, right? But the one thing that I like about you, Jeff, what, what I've seen about you is I've been, we, we have been crafting our friendship, is that you're not shy to ask the dumb questions, you know? Um, and I've always seen you asking the questions and you, you, each time you have a problem, you ask the question. Um, but I want, I want to stop there and I want to come back to the point of when you started your property journey, when you saw the advert for Think and Grow Rich, because that's where you went your schooling, right? Yes. Why, why, what made you wanting to go for training? Because people, lots of people, they go through to the seminars, but they don't then jump in and do the training. What, what made you to do that? Uh, what made me to do that, I can say also my background counts. Yeah. I've been raised by a domestic worker and everyone at home, they're looking up to you. And you can see by your pay only, you won't be able to sustain. And you find that maybe two years or three years from now, one or two of your siblings have to go to varsity, you have to pay for them the school fees and so forth. So I wanted something to, for, 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 for cash flow, something where I can be able to, to build a legacy. Uh, ben, my TG, I've tried uh, Forex, uh, didn't win. I tried Bitcoin, uh, didn't win. And then that's when that ad came in because I already lost like 15,000 aside. So whenever they talked about the, 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 the mentorship and I can see that, okay, I can afford to get that information. Maybe I can use something on that information. So that's when it kicks in. And, and by that time, I never had that 15,000. I had to make chances. So apparently there was this other beautiful lady by the name Zodwa Sitole. She had me to enroll there with 500 rand, which I was having, even though they were looking for 5,000 to, 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 to secure your spot. So she had me and, and I made the promise that if, within the five days, I'm going to be able to pay back uh, whatever uh, is remaining. Okay, good. So, so you went in there and uh, you got your education, but this education that you got, um, it, it was outside the traditional education that you were receiving because uh, you said that, you know, from when you left home, you came to Johannesburg um, and your primary, your primary profession, what do you do everyday life? Uh, I'm a mechanical engineer. Uh, I'm a fit and turn up uh, artisan. Sure. I work in a company where I, I maintain and, and like I maintain their machines. They're making yeah. a bottle, hopefully everyone knows the, the company. 
So I worked uh, to, to, to maintain and I work shift. Even now, after this call, I have to go to work. So that's what I do every day in life. So by my spare time, I try by all means to, to catch up on properties, to go through the, the same uh, the, the podcast, uh, the, the YouTube channels where they teach you uh, about innovations and so forth. Yeah. Okay, good. So you're not wasting any time here. You're just making sure that each time you get a moment, you're going to be consuming, consuming the right information to help you on your journey. Well done on that. Um, Jeff, I want to speak about um, now that you've got this information and you started networking with other people, seeing other people who were doing exactly what you're doing. Uh, I've met you at Sapinet a number of times. Uh, we have had our own uh, uh, networking sessions where, where we call them the meet, um, uh, where we call those uh, sessions, uh, the show and tells. <clears throat> Basically, it was, it's a project. When we are done with the project, we bring other people on board, we talk about it. And um, out of that, that's when I started seeing you, you know, you were asking questions all, all the time, asking the questions all the time. A lot of people are actually scared to ask questions. But with you, Jeff, I have seen, if I'm in your company, I'm expecting a question from you. <laughs> Why do you ask questions? Because you will never know until you find out. Sometimes you might say the door is locked, whereas it's not locked. But if you can try to open it, you might find there's a beautiful stuff inside it, that door, behind that door. So uh, one of the, the mentors, he told me that whenever I go to seminars or a network session, don't sit around there. Just sit and listen and walk away. Make sure, try by all means to exchange your, your business cards, even to ask more. Sometimes try to wear nicely as if you have money so that people you can attract people so that they can give you a chance to explain your story because you never know who's going to help you to build your network. Nice, nice. I like that. I like that. Well done. Um, going through into your background, uh, you, it, you, when we're talking and things like that, it almost sounds like you are the first one in your family to have actually now um, come up to be in a position where you are the first to have a high-paying job. You are the first to be staying in the, in the big city. You are the first to have a, a car. Uh, so there's lots of things that I, re I recognize in your space, and I relate to that because I'm in the same position. Um, where I see you are the first, uh, the first. And also now, I can see that you're driving that into, for you to get more and now property, you want to use property as that vehicle. Now, um, wh when you're doing property, I want us to actually just zoom in into this particular project that, that you have done and it is um it has it was your first project that you did and i think i remember very well when long before it came through we were talking about it you were signing the offer to purchase we were talking about it you were doing some reno you were doing some videos you were sending them through to me and all of those things you got tenants we we're talking about it and and, and I've been like so proud sitting on, my, on the bench and I'm seeing you, you're doing all of these things, you're not stopping. But I just want us to talk in depth about that deal, right? Now, if you don't mind, uh, Jeff, from the beginning, what is this deal? Where did you find it? And, and, and let's stop there, then I'll ask some more questions around that deal. 
uh, <coughs> about the deal. First, before I go to this deal, there was this other deal that was interested on Captain Park. Captain uh, Park, okay. Yes. That's so my area, same, hey, Captain Park. I like playing in that area. Uh, now it's my area. Now I'm kicking you off now. <laughs> <laughs> so I met this agent on this other property, find out that we, the deal didn't go through. Yeah. And then, because they knew what I was looking for, because I was looking for something distressed, where I may be able to, to renovate and sell, because I was looking, for, my first deal was a flip. That was my strategy on my first deal that I was looking for. Why, so, why, why, why did you want to do a flip on your first one? Because uh, mostly when you, you go through the seminar, they tell you about flip. It's something new that you didn't know. And they tell you about the good outcomes of flip. But uh, 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 even though there's a lot of disadvantages of, of a flip, yeah. if you're new and you don't do your numbers very correctly. So I was looking for something to raise capital for. So that, uh, on, my, on my back of my knowledge, I was looking for something for three months. Like I'm going to buy it, renovate and sell in three yeah. months time. So I apparently didn't go in that manner. So this property, I got it from the agent and the only the asking price it was 1.150 million. Uh, I, I bring a builder in to, 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 to check uh, for the renovation. The renovation came at 50,000 by that time. Yeah. I said, wow, this is a good deal. And now I negotiated until 970. I signed the OTP and by that time, we were supposed to sign the papers through the lawyers. Right. I went to the lawyers. After, after I went through the office of the lawyers, I said, no, let me pass by the house and check since I signed the papers. Only to find out the house is being vandalized now. It's no longer the house that I saw before signing the OTP. Yeah. I called, I called the agents and to ask, hey, what's happening now? Because the house is not the, the same, the one that I signed. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to inform lots of stories. No, no, no. The house won't go. Can you please stop the process? I called the lawyers. Can you please stop the process? Because the house is no longer the same that uh, our, our that has an OTP for. Yeah. And then you sit down, have a discussion with the owner, you interact, and then you have a, you sign it at that time that they're going to give you a thousand to renovate the place the way it was. And then after that, I can do whatever I want. So they, so the seller gave you how much did they give you? Hundred thousand back. So they gave you hundred thousand back. So merely by you going back to just double check what's happening on the property whilst you had signed your offer to purchase, um, you actually interjected here and they gave you hundred thousand. So you had a further discount of nine hundred of hundred thousand on your initial on your initial deposit. Yes. Yeah. Well done. Nice man, nice. So your first offer to purchase, you send it through, um, and then you pick that up, and now you put in a, in a, an additional hundred thousand discount. Now, Jeff, on that deal now, it's a distressed property, right? Um, yes. obviously it's being vandalized and things like that, as you mentioned. Going into a project like that. You said that you went in with your builder and you were able to see how much it is. Now, a lot of people would say that's risky to do. And you did mention that there is disadvantage, lots of disadvantages when you're doing flips. You know, for instance, I don't do flips. I don't like doing flips, you know. Um, it's not my thing. I'm a buy-to-let guy um, and I'm a big advocate around that. Now, what are some of the disadvantages, speaking to this particular house, right? 
on on doing flips. So what are the, what are those disadvantages that you have seen, and also speaking to this house here that you you did? Uh, my first disadvantage was my my, my builder. Uh, my builder was well representable when he came. Yeah. He was someone who was knowing his job, and his quotation was a better quotation than other builders. Yeah. And it was written nicely. Like you can see, this guy is well, he knows his job. Yeah. Only to find no, he doesn't know his job when it comes to to do it hand on. So instead for for our period, it was four uh, four weeks. To do everything yeah. instead of four weeks, it's like uh, two and a half months. Yeah. So obviously, my holding costs being affected. Yeah. What do you mean by holding costs? Because my holding costs, the way I calculated it, I calculated that the builder is gonna do the renovation in four weeks. Right. I never calculated is gonna do it in two and a half months. So right. I, my I, I, I calculated that um, holding costs is for the three months, not because right now I added another one year. One, one year, six months on my holding strategy. Right. Also, again, the place it was vandalized, meaning I'm no longer safe now. Since I'm, I'm gonna be refurbishing the place, I have to, to, because the guy already called the security in, so there was security checking the place. So yeah. I had to continue with the contract of the security, so that my place is gonna be well taken care. Because country is doing renovation without the, no one on board. So and. Those are the costs that I didn't calculate when 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 first I came into the deal, because I deal there were no uh, like security funds that I have to put aside, so again affected my holding costs again. So I was sitting to plus or minus three thousand, which I have to report every month on whatever like on my calculation that I, I calculated. Mm, okay, so I've been faced with that predicament in the past. Um, and I know scenarios could be different, yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the way I then managed that was that immediately when I sent in my building team, uh, we would ask the construction guys actually uh, to have some of their team members stay on the property. Uh, and that has worked, that has worked in the past. Um, I'm just throwing it out there as a tip. But Jeff, now you are, you've got this property, you've put in an offer of, uh, we said 900, right? 970. 970, and you got a further discount of 100,000, so now you're on 870, right? Yes. So how much, how much did it take you now to renovate the whole place? So uh, besides that 100,000, on my side, I have to put another 150,000. Okay. So the place also for those activities which are in place. So I had to put another 150,000 for myself to, to put the renovation to 95%. At least we can be able to put tenants in. Mm. Were you renovating to, to flip? Was that your main strategy or were you wanting to get some passive income via buy to let? What was your main strategy here going in here? My main strategy was a flip. I was renovating it for flip. But uh, as you know, you have to have an exit strategy so that when the uh, period of your holding cost uh, for feed must be able to to uh, to pay up your place. And your place must be able to pay up by itself. So my exit strategy was just to put tenants in so that they can be Okay, cool. I remember when we started having a conversation a while back. You you um, when you finished doing some reno there. Um, 
you, you, you had tenants that moved in. Um, and recently you had yes. some challenges with the tenants um, just before you got an yes. offer to purchase. Um, yes. You started, so this was your first project. Uh, it's a good project. The numbers are looking good and you're working it through. Uh, your first strategy is not working and now you're going to do your, your exit, which was to rent it. And you've got some renting there. What are, did you have any challenges around the rent, the rental ones that you'd like to share with us? Uh, according to my rental challenges that I'm having, uh, I had uh, the guys were but they were not taking, the, they were not looking after the place. So since when I rented the, my place to a company, the company rented the place for their employees. Sure. So uh, they told me that they're gonna take care of the place. Uh, they're gonna do everything. So I never went to the place after they moved in for like three months. Yeah. After like three months, let me just uh, hit a dry and check the place. How is it? Only to find that the place is like a bush now. The garden is very dirty. Uh, it's like there's no one staying on the place. So that's one of the things that I was having a challenge with. And so the maintenance was, the maintenance was not being done there. And so, so your maintenance yes. was not being done uh, because. Um, but but who was supposed to be looking after the maintenance? Is it the company or you? The company. Okay, so they were in breach there of your contract. Exactly. Yeah. So how did you manage that? Because I uh, understood that your house, your house, uh, this project here, it was still on on sale. So obviously that was affecting your sale now. Exactly. So what I did, I, I managed to bring in the gas to clean up the place, and then yeah. I sit around with the agent, the the the, 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 the company, yeah. and then they agreed, and then they asked for forgiveness. So every month I have to build them like a money for garden, money for garden. Oh, every I see. Month. Yes. Okay. It goes with the utilities of of of, of Maspala. So, you know, for me, uh, when people are talking about uh, for asking for forgiveness, you know, in my books, it's just a penalty. I just need to hit you with a penalty there. Uh, did, you, did you have something like that or it was just a gentleman handshake? Yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, it was a gentleman handshake. I thought I wanted to build a relationship with them. Consistent with the company, I knew that my place is going to be safe. You're looking at it at a long term. That's good. That's good. A long term, yes. Yeah. So they, they, the company rents from you, but they bring in different people. So you actually don't know who's staying in the house at that particular time because they, exactly. the person staying inside is not really your tenant. It's the company that's the tenant. Yes. yes. Okay. That, that's a good deal. Now, Jeff, you, this house now you're selling it off. Um, and um, did you eventually get an offer? Because uh, I know that you, 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 we, we sort of like celebrated the other day, saying that the offer has come through, and uh, you got an offer of how much now on this? Uh, I recently got two offers. Yeah. Uh, an offer of one point five, which is our selling price, and I also got an offer of uh, one point four fifty, which right. we well make up offer. Okay, nice. So, um, in your figures now, um, you're selling for 1.5, um, and you are waiting now for for lodging to kick in. Uh, the attorneys, you you've been talking to the attorneys that they was, they're going to kick in lodging this week. 
Um, my, my question to you now is from a, if this is, this was your first deal that you jumped into, right? And what, how much profits did you get out of it? Uh, the profit on this deal, uh, uh, when you take off whatever we invested, yeah. uh, is going to be 134000 Okay. So you're banking 134000 You've been at it for how long? Uh, you mean uh, I've been with this property for how long? Yeah. Nine months now. It's nine months. Yes. Right. But I want to come back to the point of, so, so I, I am... Uh, I am one of those people who are like, okay, fine. Uh, this we have gotten through to this point. Yes, we are going to bank the money. I am always looking at what is it that I've learned in the process, right? So would you be able to share with us some of the lessons, maybe uh, three to five lessons that you have actually gotten through by just doing this deal within this last nine months? from the start all the way to the finishing off, because this deal is off your hands now. Yes. Uh, uh, first thing which I would like to sh share with you guys, each and every guy who's going to come into the project, make sure you and him understand each other, understand the goal of this project, because whenever one doesn't understand, there's going to be a pull-up. And again, be, make sure that you're on, on, on the job, with full hands. Make sure that you know each and every stuff that is happening on the property. Even the codes of your builder, ask about that code. Uh, uh, if there's something that you don't understand, because they like to use most long terms which you don't understand, and they say it's uh, so much, and when I, since when you don't ask anything, you're gonna pop up that man. Only to find that there's no such. Ask about your code, sit down about your code, find out from another bit, is there something like that? And also make sure that they do uh, uh, submit the project by the particular time that you guys agreed on. And make sure that you stick to your numbers. Don't overcapitalize, because um, the more build, uh, the more investors come in, they point out mistakes. And whenever you want to fix each and every mistake, they point out, you might find that you overcapitalize the place. And whenever you're selling it, you're selling it through a loss. So make sure that you stick to your to, to, to strategy as yeah. planned. Okay, good. Well done, Jeff, on this one. But I'm going to ask you another question, Jeff, and say to you, the reason why you've been doing this, the reason why you're on this property journey is to create a better lifestyle for, for your parents um, and your siblings that are, some of them are still back at home. Now, having done a flip, so now you've got this order, 100,000 that's coming through now is profit for you. That money, the question that I want to ask of you is, how does that money help you now with your siblings and with your mom? Or what are you going to be doing with that money? You know, I might be taking, I might be thinking that that money could be going through to your siblings there. I don't know. But maybe the fair question that I should be asking is, this money that's coming in now, how is it going to help you now going forward? Especially with what you now know now. In the last nine months, I know that you've been looking at many deals. What can this money do for you? Oh, uh, for, firstly, uh, the profit. Because uh, when, I, when I was doing the renovations, I ended up, ended up taking a personal loan. Since there was no investor coming in. So I used 
my 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 my, my personal loan to, to invest in. So okay. my personal loan is gonna get paid and I and I get, I'm gonna also try by all means because there are some few loans which I'm also gonna help my mom to 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 at least to cover up so that I know uh, per month I'm saving so much instead of paying those loans I know I'm having that much and the other the remaining one I'm gonna save it for another deal because I've seen that when you go to a deal most especially the money that you needing is the uh, attorney's money uh, and uh, and also to start up your 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 projects maybe your deposit maybe if they're saying hundred thousand the deposit of that hundred thousand must be able to do to pop up from the day one and then again there are some other things that I've seen that is gonna work for me. So what I can say, probably my, my, my profit, I'm gonna save it up for, for my next project. Yeah, and then after that, I'm gonna take it from there. Good. Uh, Jeff, it's been awesome having you around. Um, and I'm gonna ask Thanks. you, I'm going to come into a closing now. And I'm going to ask you maybe about three to four questions and you just need to give me an answer right away it's a one second answer right um okay. what is the one thing that you think has helped you on this project to face my fear good right um the next question is is there any book or any book that you think has helped you to where you are now think and grow rich and from depth to riches. All right. Um, and then the next question is that if you were to exchange any roles with any businessman that you know um, for a day or for a week, who would you like to be? <laughs> TJ or Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then the last one is um, with all this said and done, you are now around about at 90 years old. Uh, what, what would you like, how, how would you like to spend that day? Uh, can you repeat your question again? I said with all of this having been done and you're now at your 90th birthday and uh, you've been doing some more property deals on the way. Uh, we don't know how many you're going to be doing. Right now it looks like you're doing one in every month, nine months if it still continues like this, everything is done on your 90th birthday, how would you like to spend that day? Giving back to the community. Nice, nice. Jeff, thanks a lot. I am wishing you all the success. And uh, I mean, this is what we're always talking about, about M5 Successful Friends. Um, and today I just wanted in to zoom in to someone who is new, someone who's done something successful and they, to me, Jeff, as I've seen him, I saw him in a, uh, when he was starting off and we've been exchanging notes here and there uh, and we've journeyed up and now he's done his first deal and it is a success. Um, he's done a success in an area that I don't like doing it. I don't like doing flips, but he's proved me, he's proved me to say, hey, TJ, this can work. But for me, I am still standing strong on my buy to lets. That's where the money is. That's how you build the legacy. But today it's not about me, it is about Jeff. So thumbs up to Jeff, well done, and to your success, buddy. Thanks, TJ. And again, um, I want to close up another sourcing deal. So it seems like this thing is working. I'm going nice. forward. 
every day. Good, good. Well done. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Boom, boom. You heard it right. And that was Jeff Kolani there, Tolani, uh, and um, he is out in the Johannesburg areas, and he's literally done his first deal, his first is fears, and now he is looking out to, to having some profits on the table. His deal is in lodging, and it's closed. He's made some money, but along the way, he has learned quite a lot. My takeaway from Jeff is that you can face your fears if you're surrounded with other people, if you're networking, you're asking questions, you can do it. We are no different from you. Uh, I think the journey here is to just to demonstrate that all of us, we can do it. It is I, TJ. We'll chat with you later. God bless. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>